and welcome to In The Rising Podcast. My name is Bettina Brown and I welcome you to this show. And I love to talk about living a life that's in alignment with our hopes, our dreams, and our goals. Turning our backs on shame and blame and negativity. But one of those things that really is is important for us when we're wanting to live the life that we really want is to realize that the artistic side is still so important. To be an author, to be a dancer, to fulfill your creative side is just as important. And my guest today, Gregory Eric Phillips, discusses being an author coming from a literary family and also shares how fiction has really helped build some stories. You have written several books. Mm-hmm. Why don't you start off with just sharing a little bit about where that comes from, where what you've written and what is out there available? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I've, I've had three novels published, um, starting with uh, Love of Finished Years, then The Exile, and now my most recent novel, A Season in Lights, which was published earlier this year. Um, as far as what made me a, a writer, made me want to write, I just, I have stories in me. And they just have to come out when there's, when there's a good one that's percolating. I just, it almost compels me to write it. And I actually wrote my first novel when I was 14. Uh, And so it's been something that's been part of me for almost my whole life. And the, my first few novels were terrible. They, you know, (laughs) but it was the experience and then just doing it more and more, I feel like my, my craft got better to the point that, you know, then, you know, when I got my first novel published, it was a a dream come true. Mm -hmm. And I like the way you said it because I never read your first novel. So I I don't know, but the way you could tell the story, they were terrible, but I kept writing. It's, it's sometimes that I think that people who are wanting to be writers feel that their first work has to be this perfection that suddenly overwhelmingly welcome, but it's mm-hmm. not, it's a development of a craft. How do you absolutely. feel about that? That's absolutely correct. Just like any, uh, just like any artistic craft, it takes a lot of practice. You know, if you want to be a musician, you're not going to be on stage with your first, uh, efforts of learning a, learning a piece of music on an instrument. You're, it's going to take years before you, achieve a certain, a certain level. Of course, when I was 14, I thought my first novel was fantastic. And, you know, I even pitched it to publishers, <laughs> got my first rejection letters, but <laughs> as I've, as I've grown, I realize, and even with this latest novel, Season and Lights, the, the difference that I can tell from my first published novel to this third published novel, I, I see that I'm continuing to improve. So yeah, it just, by doing it, you, you do get better at it. And so any uh, aspiring writers out there, I would just encourage you just, just write and don't, don't worry about it yet. Uh, If you have stories to tell, tell them. And the more you do it, the better it will get. Yeah. And you, when I listened to your um, book launch, you had said that this recent book kind of sat on the, like you wrote it and then you put it down and then you went back to it. Sometimes what what we have created is not ready right away. What is your experience with that? That's absolutely true. And with this book in particular, the timing ended up 
absolutely perfect for when it came out. Uh, I initially started it back in 2015. It needed it wasn't quite ready I, I didn't finish it i actually put it down and then wrote my uh my novel the exile then i came back to it and finished what i thought was going to be the final form of the novel and you know tried i tried a little bit to get it published but i didn't really I didn't really try it with the effort that I did with the first two books. And now I feel I know the reason why, because the book was just waiting for something. And then I wrote a new ending in March of last year that correlates with the beginning of the pandemic, because mm -hmm. the, this book is about performing artists working in New York City. And I wanted to tell the story of what the, the shutdown of the arts because of COVID, what effect that had on performing artists. And this story that I had already written then gave uh, a perfect platform to do that. So now I know that that's really what this book was waiting for. Mm -hmm. And uh, it needed that to, to bring this book to, to a level where it was just a good story before. Now I feel like it's, it's really much more meaningful. Yeah. And when it comes to a place where when you've seen Broadway, I've, I mean, I've only been there once, but to see it and to see it shut down, it is it's an impact um, because Absolutely. it is a creative outlet. And not everyone is a writer. They write in their journals, but or however, you know, writer as in published. But to stop the whole creative process is stopping a part of life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not just a, a career for for artists. It's it's an identity, mm -hmm. and that you know just it really um, shakes you up in so many different ways. Yeah. With what I read, you know, you talk about two major things. So from the AIDS crisis to COVID, and you talk about topics like discrimination, prejudice. Where do you feel that your own experiences kind of prompted you to want to write or include these sort of what we call heavy topics into your novel? Great question. Uh, I think that I, I just, my, I feel like fiction is such a great platform for discussing topics like this in a way that is a little bit more, I think it, it allows to discuss things in different ways than in say nonfiction or an essay or just, it, it, you can, you can approach some topics a little with a different angle. And that's what I've tried to do that in all three of my novels, because I just feel like it's, um, you know, I feel like these are topics that need to be, need to be addressed in society. You know, my first my first two novels actually uh, were the topic of immigration was front and center in both of those, which is uh, you asked what, how my personal experience ties into that. It's more through people I know who have faced, uh, faced these, these crises um, themselves. And especially with the exile, I really wanted to portray the, the experience of a, um, of a Latin American immigrant and what 
that would uh, to bring that experience to uh, to light through through fiction and um, to give people who may not have had that experience the to let, allow them to walk through that with the character and with a season of lights uh, similarly there's uh, the experience of the AIDS crisis in the 80s and COVID today and hopefully bringing the reader on the emotional journey of what that um, of how that affected people yeah and I've I've had one author tell me that when we write fiction it's almost a friendlier way of kind of bringing this topic up because if we just say immigration a lot of times it's such a polarizing it, I completely agree. Yeah, because it, I and I like that description—a friendlier way of addressing addressing topics. And fiction can get to people's hearts more than you know. I think more than nonfiction can, and that's where that's where society can change and improve when you can reach people's hearts through art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you your words were emotional journey. How do you feel that as a writer, you are able to add the emotional journey to your your work? It's all about the characters. It's all about creating strong characters and relatable characters. And when you do that, then as a reader, I mean, I know this experience when I read a great character in a novel, I'm suddenly inside that character. And once you're inside that character, once you as the author can bring a reader in into that character's head, then you're on that emotional journey with the character. Yeah. What would you say when, when you feel, when you're looking at your character, how do you start to script them? Like, how do you create a character? Do you pull from different friends, family, yourself, <laughs> a little of everything? Great question. It's you know, characters take on a life of their own. Mm-hmm. And I usually have a general idea of sort of the, the situations that they're going to be in, their, their conflicts, their, their struggles, but then they kind of, then they kind of tell me their personality as mm-hmm. they develop through the pages. And it's interesting in a season and lights, there's really two primary characters, uh, Cammy and Tom and Tom was pretty fully formed in my head when I started. And he, he kind of kept true to what I expected of him through the whole novel. Cammie, however, completely, she changed not only through the course of writing the entire novel, but even from draft to draft, she became more nuanced and she goes through a lot of personal growth in the novel probably more so than Tom. And so I think that that is why that happened with her, but she turned into a character that I, that was mu- actually much different than what I expected, but it was fun to allow that process to happen. And I think she ended up being a much more relatable character because of allowing that. Yeah. And so what, what I like, what I'm hearing from you is that you're allowing the work to still continue to evolve and mold and change that it's 
not just this way. And this character, five senses do this, you know, that it can be um, really a much more organic experience than what we think about what writing is. Absolutely. And that that's the same with the, the storyline too. You know, the, I, I plan out my plot for the first, maybe third of the book, and then very loosely have an idea of what happens later, because I don't always know how it's going to develop with a season of lights. I had no idea how I was going to end. And this is true. When I rewrote the ending, um, corresponding with the start of the pandemic. I I started what became act three of the novel with no idea how it was going to finish. And partly because I was writing concurrent with as the beginnings of COVID were happening, I didn't know how it was going to all play out. And the ending that it has is I, it's far and away my favorite ending of my three novels, but it just, it just came out of nowhere at at the end, as I'm almost riding on the subway with Cammy, seeing how it's going to play out and what, what happened. If I'd planned that, I don't think the ending would have been as impactful as I feel it was. Yeah. And I, I like that you said, if I had planned that, because even in real life, sometimes yeah. we plan things and um, what happens with, with letting go of the plans can sometimes be so much more fruitful. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the um, Julie Cantrell, who who wrote a little blurb, she says, um, Phillips taps all the senses while reminding us that no matter what happens in life, the show must go on. How do you feel for your life? The show must go on looks like. Oh, great question. <laughs> you know, for me, the this last year and a half has been, there've been so many lessons for me to learn in it. And it ties into what you just said earlier about not overly planning things. Mm -hmm. And because I've been unable to plan things with, you know, in these uh, pandemic times, you just never know. And it's, it's taught me to kind of live life with a day at a time mentality. And as far as the the show must go on to me, that is, that's the way I like to live my life. It's that something wonderful could always be around the corner. So keep just keep getting back on stage, keep doing the things you love and just, you know, let it, uh, let the space be there for, you know, for life to show you what it, what it has in store. You know, I do think he had such a point about reaching people's hearts. And yes, we can do that through fiction. But you know how we do that? We do that through stories. We do it through storytelling. And that is how we have held on to so many generational stories and so many heartfelt, compelling stories. That's what movies are. That's what books are. But that's what relates to us real life, everyday feelings of being isolated or being part of a community. And so I look forward to hearing from you the next time about how you are doing. And I would love for that to happen by sharing this podcast. If you felt this conversation was beneficial, share it with someone. You never know whose hands, heart, hears will need to hear this. And also, if you leave a five-star review, it does so much, not only for this podcast, but to really spread the word out. And until next time, 
let's keep building one another up.